You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Rahab's fate set her on a whole new path in life. I mean, she she couldn't even imagine what lay ahead. But as she became part of the people of God and the children of Israel, uh, her life as a prostitute now behind her, she had a peace. She had a peace that was beyond understanding she never had before. You know what else? She felt mysteriously and wonderfully clean. Clean. What an amazing thing after all the sins she'd been involved in. Have you ever felt as though you've grown stagnant in your faith or even slid backwards a little in your faithfulness to the Lord? Chances are you've lost perspective of just how amazing a transformation it is that took place when you first believed. As Pastor Danny will teach you in today's message, the transformation of our faith is both miraculous and gradual. In his study, you'll learn more about the amazing story of Rahab, who went from a prostitute to the very bloodline of King David. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Joshua chapter 2 with today's edition of The Living Word. This was the faith of Rahab. She had not one who felt as she did, who could enter into her feelings and realize the value of her faith. She stood alone. Oh, it is a noble thing to be the lonely follower of despised truth. Rahab's faith, sinner as she was, had this glory, this crown about its head, that she stood alone, faithful among the faithless found. All in Jericho had the opportunity to be saved. They all feared the God of Israel, but only one, Rahab, stepped out in faith and was saved. Jesus says, Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, narrow is the gate that leads to life. Broad is the road that leads to destruction. Narrow the road that leads to life, and few there are that find it. Don't misunderstand what he's saying. Jesus died for the whole world. His blood is sufficient for God to love the world, and God is not willing that any should perish. God wants everybody to be saved. Unfortunately, the crowd is going the wrong way. And if you don't take a step away from the crowd, and it doesn't matter what your wife thinks, or your husband thinks, or your kid thinks, or your mom or dad, or your, your people you go to school with, or anybody, listen, if you don't be brave enough to take that step, You're going to head down the path of doom with the crowd. Don't do that. Take the step. Let me tell you one more. It was sanctifying faith. Sanctifying faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And we who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Theological term for that is sanctification. And we're being sanctified until we see Jesus face to face. I can't wait uh, that the sanctification process is over. (laughs) And I get a new body and a a new everything. And I need it more than ever. You imagine? Rahab's faith set her on a whole new path in life. I mean, she, she couldn't even imagine what lay ahead. But as she became part of the people of God and the children of Israel, uh, her life as a prostitute now behind her. And she had a peace. 
She had a peace that was beyond understanding. She never had before. You know what else? She felt mysteriously and wonderfully clean. Clean. What an amazing thing after all the sins she'd been involved in. She would hear more about this God of Israel. She heard he's the God of creation. He created the first man, the first woman, Adam and Eve. She'd hear about Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and their heritage of forefathers in faith. She'd celebrate Passover. And I no doubt she loved that. And to to hear that they were slaves in Egypt and by the blood of the lamb, they're delivered from the bondage of Egypt. And she knew about that bondage because she'd been in bondage for years. And she heard about God more and more, and she hung on every word, and she soaked up truth like a sponge. And she, over time, became a different woman. She learned about purity. She learned about sexual purity. Her dress began to change. No more low blouses and short skirts. And at any point along the way, because there are challenging times in the sanctification process, she could have said, I'm giving up on it. I can't, I can't live like this, you know. And she could have gone back to her old life and been fine anywhere there were men. But she didn't do that. She persevered. Persevered. And if you would have seen Rahab the prostitute when she first got saved there in Jericho, and then you saw her years later, you wouldn't have recognized the woman. She's a different woman. And her faith not only was so that she allowed her own life to be sanctified. Listen to this. Listen to this. First Corinthians chapter seven. Let me read you this. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse 12 to the rest. I say this. If any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she's willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. If a woman has a husband who is not a believer and he's willing to live with her, she must not divorce him for the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through a believing husband. Catch the last part. Otherwise your children would be unclean as it is. They are holy. What does that mean? It means very simply this. You have a believing wife in a household that maybe nobody else is a believer. She's a sanctifying influence on that household. Doesn't guarantee her husband's going to get saved, but it's sure much more of a chance. Doesn't guarantee her kids are going to get saved, but it sure gives them much more of a chance. Did you read with me? Did you listen to Joshua chapter 2? What did Rahab say? Hey, Make sure that you also save my brothers, my mom, and my dad. And because of Rahab's step of faith, listen, because of Rahab's step of faith, her whole family gets saved. What would happen if you were to take that step? What a difference it'd make in your own life. And then what a difference it'd make in your, your kids' lives. Perhaps your, your spouse's life and, oh, what God wants to do through the sanctifying influence of believers. I'm going to give you one more. And I say the best one for last. Rahab's faith, listen, it was storybook faith. Storybook. You know the story of Cinderella, right? Come on. You know the story of Cinderella, right? You know what I title this? message? A Cinderella story. Midnight was quickly approaching in Jericho and Rahab needed help. She got more than she could ever imagine. Gloriously saved. 
years of the sanctification of the Lord in her life, and she became a different woman, a truly new woman. And one day, one day something happened that must have really taught her, caught her totally off of guard. Here's a, here she is, a pagan background, but now she's a new woman. And one day, this Israelite man took notice of her. Now, I don't know exactly what happened, exactly what it looked like. Maybe he invited her out for a camel ride. And she said, oh, sure, I'll go on a camel ride with you. And they, they ended up having this romance thing going, and then they ended up getting married. Matthew chapter 1, now don't go to the scriptures yet. Matthew chapter 1 tells us the name of the man that Rahab married. His name was Salmon, Salmon. First Chronicles chapter 2 verses 10 through 12 tell us about Salmon. Salmon's dad was named Nashon. And one of the translators of the Bible, when it mentions Nashon, gives a more literal interpretation, translation, because it says, Nashon, a prince of Israel. He's one of the great leaders among the Israelites. He was a prince. He was a wealthy prince. His son's name was Salmon. And when Nashon went to his reward, Salmon inherited the princehood if you will, and all the wealth that went with it. And Salmon is the man that invited Rahab for the camel ride. And they ended up getting married. And this former prostitute from such a pagan background, she becomes not only a new woman, she becomes in time a princess, a princess. Is that not a great story? Give the Lord thanks for that kind of story. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. But that's not the end of the story. You read Matthew chapter 1. In the human genealogy of Jesus Christ, I'll begin in verse 5. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. Got to be kidding me. Rahab not only becomes a princess, marries a prince, she becomes the great, great grandmother of King David, the greatest king Israel has ever known. What? Cinderella story. We're so blessed to be able to share the Word of God with you on each new edition of The Living Word. Thanks for being a part of our valued listening audience. Pastor Danny will continue his study in the book of Hebrews next time, so we hope you'll join us again. We'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us as we continue to share the hope of salvation with the world. Would you join us in praying for the listeners of the Living Word? Pray that God would touch each person with His love and open their hearts to the truth of His Word. Please pray for us also. We want to continue following God's plan for this program no matter where He asks us to go. We know the power of prayer, and we appreciate you doing this for us. Would you also ask the Lord about contributing financially to the Living Word? 
This program is professionally produced to provide the best quality messages possible, so as not to distract from the message of the Bible. That does incur some costs, however, so if you feel led to give, visit our website at ccfstpete.church and click on the online giving guide under Forms. Any and all amounts are greatly appreciated and will be used to share the good news of Jesus' love for the world. Thank you for praying about this. That website once more is ccfstpete.church. With that, we've come to an end of our time with you today. We pray that God continues to bless you as you study His Word and open your heart to His unending love and grace. Thanks again for tuning in today to The Living Word.